Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mindful, the Mental Health Podcast. This is your host, George Alonso. Welcome to this new episode of Mindful, where we explore unconventional and useful ways in which we can deal with mental illness, starting with depression and anxiety, because of their predominance in our current society. This episode was long overdue. Depression. Depression has become an epidemic, a pandemic, as we've talked about it in previous episodes. And today I want to share with you the things that they don't tell you about depression. Specifically, what is the cause? Is it curable or not? Is it like a chronic illness? But above all, I want to give you, just like with every episode, something useful, something you can actually do against depression in case you're dealing with it. Maybe you haven't listened to the previous episodes, and if you haven't, I suggest you do. Because I mention a lot of things that are useful in general in mental health, regardless of what you're dealing with. And even if you're not dealing with mental illness yourself, it's also very useful because it will help you um, better shape your mental health and your mind so that you're more uh, resilient and uh, mentally healthy. And you might remember from a previous episode that we have been negatively conditioned to believe that there is nothing we can do about our own mental health. Now, I won't go into details with that because I want to get straight to the point. But... There is actually an awful lot of things we can do for our own mental health. It is a very dangerous mistake to think that we can do nothing about our own mental health because in reality, um, a therapist or any specialist in mental health can only guide us to mental health. But we have to walk the talk. We have to walk the path to mental health. So now that that is out of the way, let's start with the misconceptions about depression and the things that actually, the, those notions that actually take power away from you and that are also not allowing you to properly fight depression. So what are those? First and foremost, I want to talk about depression being curable or not. Well, yes, depression is completely curable. And just as it happens with anxiety, Whatever repercussion we have, we suffer from depression, whatever physiological consequence we can uh, experience, it is just that. It is a consequence of depression and not the other way around. Our brains are plastic, meaning they can be reshaped with thoughts, words, and actions. So depression is curable. It is definitely curable. And we will talk about that in a minute. Um, about why it is curable and how one can undo depression. Because just like anxiety, it is not something that originates overnight. It exists in us for various reasons, but it is a consequence of certain factors present in us. Remember, we talked about uh, us being breeding grounds for depression and anxiety. So, yes, it is curable, so we just have to uh, to take away 
the conditions that foster the existence of depression. Now, um, there is also a very big misconception about depression not having a cause, and that is also an extremely dangerous assumption. Because once we start believing that, then we are left uh, to the mercy of depression itself. Because if it doesn't have a cause, then it cannot be fought. And it also, if one ever gets to be better, then it would be like, by mere luck or misfortune, um, being back at square one, because, oh, depression has no cause. It can just strike randomly and hit you again and make you completely depressed and dysfunctional again. So uh, there's good news. No, depression is not causeless. Don't ever fall into that dangerous mistake. Don't ever fall for that dangerous narrative. Depression always has a cause. It's not like we've been led to believe depression always has a cause. And we will talk more about that in a minute. Um, but I also want to tell you that, well, since it has a cause, it also has a solution, a cure. So depression is also not a chronic illness. It's not something that you will have to deal with for the rest of your life. Depression too, just as anxiety, can be cured in a completely natural and safe way. It can be defeated permanently so that you never have to deal with it again. You will just have to deal with very diminished symptoms. It can be reduced to completely manageable levels, which you can defeat single-handedly. And in fact, that is what we do in my one-on-one coaching program. Um, I guide you through the specific steps and changes you need to make so that you defeat depression permanently and so that you can decrease your levels of depression on command and always have the upper hand. I'm not saying that you won't ever feel sad again, but if you ever feel sad again or depressed, it will never get as bad as depression as an illness. If you want to know more about my program and how to defeat depression permanently, go to georgealonso.com and check my programs and my online courses. So going back to depression being curable or not, well, just as anxiety, it is a condition of thought. It resides in the completely intangible part of our minds. Depression, uh, just as anxiety, is not a product of a lack of minerals or the myth of the chemical imbalance or genetics uh, or any other idea among those lines. The reason why we want to provide something more tangible and, and say physical as a cause for depression and anxiety is because physical reality is concrete and definite and discrete and it makes things so easy. I have mentioned this in the past but um, even though it took us couple millennia to get to understand microbes and things on the nanoscale. Everything that happens on the physical part of our reality is very simple because once you have figured out the mechanics, you can just act on that. 
and you can see it in the antibiotics we take and um, everything that the wonderful medical science has done for us and continues to do for us. Uh, you can see it very clearly because it's all, let's say, mechanical. So with depression and anxiety, we want to look for a physical way out. Something that is, you know, just mechanical. Give me this um, neurotransmitter that I am lacking or take away some that is in excess in my brain and then I can be better, right? Well, no. It would be much easier if it was like that. But no, no, no. Depression is not like that. Just like anxiety, depression resides in the completely intangible part of our minds, which is thought. And so, even though we are very ignorant about how to work and navigate through the intangible uh, part of our minds, we must resolve to fight this battle in the right place, which is thought. Remember, we talked about this. We cure thought through thought. We learn how to undo anxiety. And how was that done? How did anxiety come to be in us? Well, it came to be because we weren't taught how to think properly and how to handle our fears. And you will see how similar uh, depression is because depression arises when we accumulate a specific set of conditions in us. And I'm talking about mental conditions, not conditions as an illness, but literally conditions, uh, situations in our minds. There are many reasons why depression can appear, but in general, we can talk about two that are um, universal to all depressions. And what are those conditions? First, a detrimental mental dialogue. And second, it is the absence of a way to deal with emotional pain and suffering. You see how this is similar to anxiety? Anxiety appears in us because we don't know how to handle our own thoughts. Thoughts go out of control and we suddenly find ourselves in full-blown panic, right? With depression, uh, something similar happens. We suffer from a detrimental mental dialogue that is difficult to control and change. Keep in mind that our mental dialogue creates our mood. It creates our emotions. And it also, of course, creates our own thoughts. So, a detrimental mental dialogue. That's one of the, uh, let's say, pillars that depression needs to subsist in us. But what about the second one? What about the absence of a way to deal with pain and suffering, with emotional pain and suffering? Well, you can observe this in every and all depressions if you look closely enough. In all depressions, you will find that there is a lot of pain. There is an overwhelming amount of emotional pain and there is a lot of suffering. Now, we won't go into much detail about this, but just keep in mind this for now, uh, because we need to continue with this whole and fascinating subject. But you can see that in depression, there is always suffering. 
So those are the two pillars, quote unquote, pillars of depression, so to speak. Um, and with this, I mean that depression needs this to exist in us. But there are still many other layers laid on top of this. Uh, for example, we talked about depression always having a cause. Um, but how can this be possible if so often so many people who are going through depression know that their depression has no cause? How is this even possible? Why am I saying that depression always has a cause if so many people report that their depression comes from nothing out of the blue? Well, this is because we haven't been properly educated on what depression is and how to fight it. And I congratulate you for listening to this podcast because you are getting the emotional education that you need to defeat depression. Um, depression always has a cause, but sometimes this slips our awareness. That is a problem because depression is simply buried uh, in our subconscious mind. And that's why we don't know the cause. We are not in the habit of introspection. And so whenever we even think about this, it's not only depression. Depression is a very complex matter. And in our current world, with our current conditioning, which lacks emotional education, that's what I mean, uh, it will be very difficult for a person to know the cause of their depression. But you can see that it is because of the lack of emotional education. How? Just go and see how people handle their feelings. They don't even know where they're coming from. Even if they are, uh, even if their emotions came from very recent events, even if their emotions came from evident issues, when we are uh, immersed in the problem, we don't know what the hell is going on. We just write the emotion. We just go all in and we allow the emotion to uh, direct our behavior. You go ahead and see that. Observe that in, our, in, in, in the world around you. You will see that this is true. People are not in the habit of knowing and understanding and processing their emotions. So it is not strange that the cause of depression is buried deep underground in our subconscious mind. But this doesn't mean that depression doesn't have a cause. Okay, it's a very different thing. One thing is that we haven't learned how to properly explore our own feelings and process them. And that very different one, that there is no reason for a certain emotion or mental condition. That would be completely false. We will see how to get started in fighting depression, but to go all in and to defeat depression in the fastest way possible and the safest way possible be sure to check out my website and to check out my one-on-one -on -one program and my online courses the purpose is to uproot depression and to make you completely depression proof and to teach you how to never be a victim of depression again so be sure to check that out in jershalonso.com and Going back to the cause of oppression, well, I know it can be complicated to get to it if it's hiding in the subconscious mind. It's not only difficult 
in the sense that since we haven't been educated on this, uh, we don't know what the hell to do to dig it up from the subconscious mind. But we also have to deal with an extra problem. And that is that we have to deal with the weight of the emotions themselves. So whenever we are doing introspection and going, you know, deep into whatever the hell is going on in our minds, we are attacked by our own emotions. So in this sense, depression, by being such uh, an overwhelming condition, it's also protecting itself. If we only, by approaching it, it's going to be hell for us, well, we're never going to be able to address it. So going back to the cause of depression, not only it is complicated to dig the cause from our subconscious mind, because we don't know what the hell to do. How do we do that? We will talk about that in a minute. But we don't know what to do, and that is complicated in itself. But we also have to add the fact that we have a negative emotional education. If we ever get an inkling about what the cause of our depression is, and if we start taking steps towards trying to figure it out, it is very common that our efforts are thwarted by conditioning. What conditioning? The one we are all being subjected to in everyday life. And this depends on your specific case. But it can go from not wanting to deal with certain feelings of vulnerability, because that is seen as weakness, to being too far off into a life we don't want, to the very misconceptions we have been talking about, like depression has no cause, so why would I even dare to look into that? If it, if it hurts even to look into it, why would I look into it if depression has no cause? So you know where I'm going, right? All these misconceptions and this conditioning uh, prevent us from um, having healthy emotional habits. For example, uh, for many adults, the cause of depression can be existential. It is a completely valid reason for being depressed. But wait a minute. We have been conditioned to see uh, existential problems as a passing conflict of adolescence and that with age they will just go away but wait a minute that justification never solved the root cause of deep depression this problem this deep problem we have with existence now I am not saying that ex that existential problems are the cause of all depression but I am pointing out to a real problem uh, existential issues are common in depression and you can see here how the conditioning we have been subjected to prevents us from actually addressing the cause we never actually get to answer the question we had about life and existence and therefore depression will just resurface later in life after all those years and maybe decades of living life as everybody was telling us to live it just to discover that none of that is giving us the answer we are looking for 
So what the hell do we do? We think we have tried it all. And since all is not doing anything for us, since all that all, <laughs> since all those experiences are not helping us with our deep problems, with the causes of our depression, then we feel completely lost. That is just one example. In fact, I have had many clients who find it very problematic to admit that they have problems of this kind. They don't want to acknowledge it and to accept that, yeah, uh, it's, it's a real issue for them and that is connected to their depression. But after we go through some techniques and there to uh, look into the real cause, we can uproot it and we will go uh, through the very basics of how to do this in a minute. But besides existential issues, uh, it can happen with many other causes. Uh, for example, we may be deeply dissatisfied with our life decisions. But conditioning, we are already too far into them. And we simply cannot see a way to change it. For example, uh, some of my clients um, don't even want to admit this because they consider it such a horrible thought. But they are dissatisfied with the life decisions they made, with the partner they, they chose, or if they have kids, for example. And that doesn't make them bad persons. It just points out to the cause that they didn't make the right decisions and don't know what to do in the present moment. They don't like the life they ended up living and now they are looking for a way to understand what it is that they want to live in the first place and how to live it. This doesn't have to make you a bad person and this doesn't have to um, turn into a bad situation in which you have to, you know, hurt people because, oh, I want to change my life so drastically that I have to make these changes and you end up hurting other people. This doesn't need to happen. But what does need to happen is that you need to understand the cause, the root cause of your depression. And it can also be the decisions you have taken. Or, for example, we may be living a life programmed by childhood trauma and the emotion is so overwhelming we don't even want to you know touch on the matter even remotely because we have been hurt and from that trauma many uh, conclusions about life are drawn from that trauma we see life and the world through that trauma and it can be tremendously painful because that's what we knew as kids as children that's what we were taught when we first came into this world and we learned that things were you know like that so if we look from that perspective all of life or whole concept of ourselves and the world and other people is shaped negatively by that trauma. That is also a common cause for depression. Or it maybe it's not even 
really traumatic at all. And that also is very frustrating because we look for an answer and we try and see what it is that hurt us, what it is that is so painful. And since we don't see anything like that, we are so desperate to understand what the hell this depression is about. And this can happen, for example, in the case of unrealized potential. It is really painful to live a life where your potential is not being fully realized. Even though I am not shaped by a specific faith, I do feel I have a purpose. Not because somebody else told me, but I do feel it. I do know it beyond reason. And this has actually happened to me in the past. And it's something that also happens in a life crisis. People uh, see that the, you know, we were talking about the life path. They see that the destination they're heading towards is not satisfactory. They look back, they analyze their decisions, and they cannot help but think, hey, this, this is not me. This is not the person I wanted to become. I'm living very far from the person I want to be. And this is very depressive. This can drive your depression too. This can be the origin and cause of your depression too. There are many other things, and I will not get into that right now. But what I want to say is that whatever the case, whatever the root cause of your depression is, we simply see no way forward. And we start getting farther and farther away from the root cause of depression. We lay things on top of the true cause of depression. And then it just gets more and more complicated. Let's get into the very interesting part. All depressions are different in the particulars, but they are the same in the general aspects. With this I mean that there are commonalities to all depressions, and that's the very reason why we can fight and defeat depression permanently. In fact, just as I said before, in this episode we will go uh, just over the basic instructions on how to fight depression. But to go all in and learn the most powerful techniques specifically adapted to your specific depression, go to my website and check out my programs and my online courses. It is the fastest way to fight and defeat depression and it is completely safe and completely natural. If you don't take responsibility of your own mental health, things will be very complicated and progress will be very, very slow. What I suggest you do is reach that point of being fed up. You need to hit rock bottom and say, this has been enough of depression. Once you do that, you can take action and decide to do something about it. When you do that, depression's days will be counted. And my programs are very specific. They follow a specific roadmap and they are results oriented and they work in weeks as opposed to years with outdated and mainstream therapies. Of course, not all depressions are the same and 
the amount of time it will take for you to defeat depression varies. It can be uh, three weeks, it can be six months, nine months, you say it. It all depends on how closely you follow the program and your specific depression. But it is the fastest way to defeat depression. So be sure to check out my program. Go to georgealonso.com and you can read more about them there. That is www.georgealonso.com. I repeat, georgealonso.com. So, as I was saying, all depressions are different in their particulars, but equal in their general aspects. And today we will talk about the most important factor, universal, to all depressions. Yes, you heard that right. There is one factor that is universal to all depressions. They all have one thing in common. Dissatisfaction. Now, I want to make it clear that I use this word to describe a very wide range of things we don't like about life. And it can range from the very serious to the more superficial things. It can range from trauma to just um, situational issues. I don't want to downplay the importance of trauma and really uh, severe causes for depression by using the word dissatisfaction. But it's just that it makes sense semantically, okay? I call them dissatisfactions because although the word doesn't quite describe the emotional pain of major trauma, it does include it semantically. We can say that everything that we don't like makes us dissatisfied, right? And I think it's a fitting term to talk about the cause uh, of depression. So, now that that is out of the way, uh, the causes vary. Uh, as I said, it can be trauma inflicted in childhood. It can also be uh, dissatisfaction with the way uh, our life is playing out. It can be a fundamental disagreement with um, the world around us. It can be philosophical. It can be existential. Whatever it is. It is deeply rooted in the way we understand life, in the way we understand ourselves, and in the way we understand others, and also in the way we understand um, the world. Now, this episode could go on for hours and hours, but I just want you to take something away from this episode, something that is actually helpful to you, to take this wisdom and do something useful with it, so in order to do that, I suggest we start with something very simple and very important. Start digging for the cause of depression. This may sound like a daunting task, something really complicated and something we can only do under hypnosis or after countless hours of therapy, but that is also a misconception. Getting to the root cause of depression is simpler than we think. Now, I use the word simple because I'm not saying it's easy. I would be lying if I told you it's easy. No, it really is not easy. It gets easy with practice. That I can assure you. That with practice, it can really, really be super easy and simple for you. 
if you get into the habit of introspection and emotional detachment and you know everything we see in my one-on-one program you can be in an almost meditative state 24 7 you can be in constant introspection without it being painful at all yes that is the power of mindfulness and that is the power you will acquire in my program but i just want you to remember this it is just complicated at the beginning it is just difficult at first once you get better with practice it will be very very easy because there is actually a very simple technique that i have created to help you explore your subconscious mind and even get to the root cause of depression that is introspection and well yeah i didn't invent introspection i know but I did create a very simple technique that will allow you to uh, properly conduct uh, introspection and with practice get to the root cause of your depression. So how the hell does one do that? How the hell does one uh, properly uh, conduct introspection? It will sound too simple, but it is true, okay? What you have to do is to start by asking yourself what exactly you feel And then, once you have that, you try to understand your justification for... I'm sorry I have to interrupt this episode, but this has been running long enough. So I decided to divide this episode about depression in two parts. To listen to the rest of this episode and to learn exactly how to properly conduct introspection, you will have to listen to part two. I will be uploading it soon, or maybe you're listening to this when it's already up. So uh, be sure to check that out and you will learn how to properly conduct introspection and how to get to know the cause of your depression until next time stay strong and thank you for listening